Welcome to episode three of Handcraftsmanship in the Digital Age. Uh, this episode will be a bit of housekeeping about the title uh, rather than an interview. Uh, the next episode, episode four, will be an interview with my next door neighbors, Alex and Lauren. Um, the housekeeping I'd like to address is the last four words of the title, In the Digital Age, and why on earth I would uh, put them there. Uh, after all, yes, of course we live in the digital age. I'm talking with living craftsmen, so of course there are hand craftsmen who live in the digital age. Uh, it makes as much sense as to say hand craftsmanship in English or in 2022. Um, but I put that there for a particular reason in that I want to address through these interviews a larger question of the fact that handcrafts are at an evolutionary dead end. We're in the digital age. We really don't need handcrafts anymore. Uh, machines and industry can make everything that we need. Uh, Buckminster Fuller, I think, put it perfectly way back when, 1961, when he said that industrialization is inevitably headed toward the disenfranchisement of man as a physical machine. Um, perhaps the original Luddites saw that when they smashed looms way back when, uh, but I think they were mainly worried about the loss of their jobs rather than the loss of a key component of their humanity. And that might be a somewhat bold statement to make, to say that hands make us human, but I don't think you'll find a responsible or credible egghead who doesn't agree that hands have played a huge role in our evolution, uh, first as tools, but then also in our acquisition of language and thought itself. Uh, so you can't take the hands away and still have a human being. But have we grown out of them, say, the way that we have an appendix? After all, our social evolution suggests we should be evolving beyond our hands. Uh, we've had the white-collar, blue-collar divide with us for as long as we've had social organizations larger than a tribe. And the social elites, the white-collar, they do the thinking, but they get other lesser people to do the working. So you could say they, kings and queens, evolved beyond the, use, the need for the use of their hands. Um, but are we headed toward a Wally uh, situation where we don't even need to walk anymore. If we lose our legs or our feet, uh, do we cease being human? Uh, what are the essential parts of us that we really need to be who we are? Or, much as the way we lost our tails that helped us move around in trees, when we lose our the use of our hands in creating things, do we become simply something else, something new? So my question about the digital age is, what is it bringing us? It's certainly disconnecting us from making things. We can simply go to Walmart and buy whatever we need. Uh, and many of us have grown up even in middle-class families with the sense that you always hire a workman to do anything. Is that a good thing? Or does it make us less happy? And it's my theory it does make us less happy. They say that wealth doesn't bring you happiness. Uh, is that really true? Does wealth cause unhappiness, and why? Uh, and does our lack of engagement with our material world and understanding of the materials and the objects in our lives 
through the process of making the things that we use, is that disconnect contributing to our unhappiness? Um, huge questions, perhaps in the end, no, not perhaps, certainly unanswerable in the end, but I think worth exploring, and that's what I'm trying to do here. Looking back to the interview with Tim Hochstetter, can we say, just from listening to him in that short interview, that he's a happy person? Is that even the right question to ask? Has he thrived in his life so far, or not? Would he have been happier as a stockbroker, and or happier in winning Powerball and never having to work again kind of thing? As unanswerable as those questions are, they're worth asking, because in the asking, we learn more about why we do the things we do, what we get out of them, and maybe what we should do about what we know about them. In Tim's case, I'm not sure he ever had a choice. Making is too much in his character. He always would have done it. But that's not to say it's true of all of us. My neighbors, which I'll interview next, Alex and Lauren, do not really work with their hands. When they need something fixed, they come to me. Are they happier for it? or less happy for it? Where do they find a sense of thriving in life, if not in an engagement with their material world? But that's for them to answer without my commentary. So stay tuned for the next episode, and thanks very much for listening.